Welcome to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. On today's episode, join Akila, John, and Katie as they talk all things anime. They have plenty of shows to talk about and plenty of recommendations for someone new to the forum. Stay tuned. All right. Hey there, Stacks and Stories listeners. We have a very special podcast today because we have two podcast newbies on the show. Yay! Yeah, my name is Katie. I am not a podcast newbie. I edit these a lot. And I am here with Akila and John, and we are going to be talking about anime. So, Akila, introduce yourself first and tell us what you do. Hello, I'm Akila. I am a patron services librarian here at um, the MLC and Talking Book Services. I've been working here since April 1st. Um, anime lover. You know, anything good, anything interesting, it could be bad. I'll still, you know, take a, a swing at it and, you know, check it out just to just to see if it's what people are saying it is. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here. And John, you introduce yourself. Hello, I'm John. I do reference here. I've been here about a year, and it's not too bad. So I'm going to start this off by asking... This is either going to be a question that you will be able to answer directly, easily, or a question that you're going to look at me and go, Katie, why did you ask this? But how would you define anime? Hmm. There are no wrong answers here. I'm going to let you go first. (laughs) Uh, My answer is Japanese cartoons. Like, that's pretty much I was going to definitely go along the lines of, like, you know, Japanese TV shows that, like, have just taking over like what we like to watch now you know like because like i just remember growing up was it toonami cartoon network toonami like that was my first introduction to um what anime is like before you know they were actually even doing dubs or whatever and watching dragon ball z and naruto and it's just like whoa what's this (laughs) like it really just like hey yeah i can get into this so it's just like and it's just fun Especially now that it's, it's becoming more, what do you call it, diverse. Like, um, like they're just introducing so many more different things. It's not just all about the fighting anymore. Like, they're telling real, like, stories. Like, it's real good storylines. And, like, I'm which I'm sure was always a thing. But it's like, that's what I'm getting more into myself. So it's like, wow. It's just, it's just fun. Enjoyable fun. Like John said, Japanese cartoons. <laughs> Yeah, I also I also watch anime, and also it's another one who first got into it, like going after school, watching it on Toonami, and it was always this very poorly dubbed stuff, like <laughs> Sailor Moon and Hamtaro that I would watch. But what about you, John? When did what was your gateway into the world of anime? Well, my first anime was the Pokemon cartoon. I didn't realize it was anime when I first watched oh, it, yeah. but mm-hmm. it came out I think in '98 or '99. And I was pretty obsessed with Pokemon for like a good five years of my life. The gateway anime, though, for me, when I knew it was anime, I knew that there was like an actual medium here to discover, was probably Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those aired on Toonami. I've got to ask, because I also was really into Pokemon. Did you do the cards, <laughs> the training cards as well, or were you just like strict television I was uh, what you call a Pokemaniac. Oh, my God. You were a Pokemaster. Like, <laughs> the cards, the games. A uh, little, uh, what do you call them? 
stuffed animals. Yes. Pretty much everything. We're, so. we're going to have to talk our favorite Pokemon later because my favorite Pokemon is just a literal duck. Like, it's Psyduck, and he's just a duck. <laughs> yes, he's just a duck that gets headaches. So, yeah, you, Akilma, you mentioned about like how anime is just kind of like skyrocketed in popularity and just the general culture in mm. America now because, like, what are some what are some things that y'all have noticed as people who also grew up on this stuff? Like, anime fans today have it so good. Yes, they re- they really do. Just growing up, like, this is something that uh, me and my boyfriend talk about a lot. It's like, I grew up in the '90s. I was born in '91, so like, I'm I'm 30. So like, imagine what it was like back then when you could only watch anime on TV. Like, you had to be real tech savvy back then if you really wanted, you know, to see it on the internet or you know how to like, you know, go through all of those firewalls and stuff. I didn't know how to do that. So like, literally, Toonami was my only window into it. Now in 2022, it's like kids are just free to be into it now it's like even back then like people used to you know used to get bullied for like watching anime or even just wearing like the clothes or um talking about it like it was just like a a stigma especially in the black community if you said anything about dragon ball z naruto people are gonna look at you like what are you even talking about? Like, what, you, that's not your culture. Like, you, you leave that alone, you know? And it's like seeing black kids being able to engage openly in this anime culture, it's just like, it's so, it's great. Like, I went to Comic-Con and just seeing all the different people dressed up. Last year was my first ever Comic-Con, uh, the Mississippi Comic-Con. I was just like, yes, got to go. It was just amazing to me just to see all, like, there's just this whole little group of people just having fun, being free, and it was just like, wow, like, this, these are my people. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about the rise in popularity of anime, John? It's true that it's a lot easier nowadays to watch new anime. A lot more of it is getting licensed and translated, and you can watch it on demand on streaming services. Mm-hmm. When I first started watching it, it was all, you had to watch it airing on TV, and you could buy, FLCL was the first anime DVD I bought, but that in FYE, great oh God, DVD. I, I remember FYE. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was an okay store. But also, still, if you want to get into a lot of older anime, Astro Boy, the original Astro Boy, is still not translated and available at all, even though it's it came out in, like, the 50s or yeah. something. So. Yeah, I saw this YouTube video recently talking about lost media because, like, I love lost media. It's so interesting. And you've got, like, these classic cartoons, like, these classic anime, like, Sally the Witch is another one. All all I watch is girly stuff. (laughs) And so you've got Sally the Witch, which is arguably, like, the first Magical Girl series. And a lot of it is, like, lost media or the media that they have is never going to get, like, an HD release because... All the Japan's even more humid than Mississippi, so mm. all the film is like slowly degrading. It is this kind of double-edged sword of like you have a lot of accessibility for like some of the new stuff and some mm. of the popular stuff, but if you want to go find something a bit more retro, then you kind of have to just cross your fingers, hope and pray that a company picks it up and licenses it. Right. A couple of years ago, I was gonna see how far I could get watching all of anime chronologically from the beginning. Because I discovered that the first anime ever that is still surviving, which came out between 1907 and 1917, it's disputed, I think, is a seven-second clip. You can watch it on YouTube. It's just a boy in a sailor outfit waving. 
it's called Katsudo Shashi, if you want to look it up. We will 100% put a link to that in the show notes, because I also want to look that up. Right. It's like, pretty much as original? good as you can imagine a seven-second anime being. It's pretty good. <laughs> but anyway, I started watching it chronologically, and a lot of it pre-50s is available on like educational websites and museum websites and just on YouTube. But then once TV anime kicks off, like none of that between the 60s, pretty much the late 50s to the most of the 60s, like hardly any of that is available legally or translated or even untranslated if you want it. Yeah, because it's one of those things where as it was airing, people would just think, oh, this is going to air once and then it'll be okay. Like, whatever, we don't need to preserve this. It's just like a show for kids flash forward 60 years later. And it's like, but I want to watch that show for kids. <laughs> I want to know part of this history, dang it. Fun fact, my daughter actually... Like a few years ago, I forgot to mention, Sailor Moon was definitely one of my first animes as well. And like Hulu has a great anime selection if, if you are subscribed to Hulu. We started watching Sailor Moon from the beginning and she was just like, I wanna watch Sailor Moon, I wanna watch Sailor Moon. Like she was like literally begging to watch Sailor Moon. I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, okay. And she, we even um, started watching Naruto from the beginning because Netflix has a great anime selection as well. <laughs> so it's like, she was like, Mommy, I know this is your favorite show right here. I'm like, it sure is, girl. It sure is. <laughs> and Mississippi's got an anime con that they do in like March every year. And I went this March. Mm. And it was just so fun seeing like all these. We've got grown adults. And then we also have these little 10 year olds dressed mm-hmm. up as Sailor Moon. And it's just like, oh, this is the cutest thing ever. You. Please keep that innocence as long as you can. <laughs> I just recently found out about Anime Con. I think maybe it was it had to been this year because like I discovered a new restaurant. They were advertising for the Anime Con, and then like they were doing like even specials. Like you come in dressed in your you know Anime Con <clears throat> costumes, you know get discounts, and it's just like. Just seeing the people, it's just like, oh, dang. Like, people are very creative, like, when it comes to, like, creating their um, costumes or whatever. And it's just like, now I need to go to Anime Con. So next year I'm probably going to go to it was Anime really, Con. It was really fun in March. Yes. Right? I'm going to have to, we're going to have to go, like, take the kids and everything. Like, 100%. Cause my kids, like, especially my oldest daughter, she loves to dress up. So definitely going to have to go next year. So have you been to, like, any cons or anything like that, John? No, I like to enjoy anime in the solitude of my room, you that know. That is A-OK, <laughs> <Exactly>. no judging. <laughs> Those things are packed up, and yes. sometimes just like, I don't want to deal with a bunch of sweaty people. I want to just watch my show by myself. So, like we were talking about how there are so many streaming services out there that stream anime, so many different ways that you can watch anime that it seems like it would be a very big sort of wide pool for people to jump into so before we get into our recommendation section because oh gosh we're gonna be talking about (laughs) our faves for a while but what would you recommend someone do if they're like just intimidated by the sheer number of titles out there or the sheer number of shows out there or even just the sheer number of episodes out there because some of those shows like one piece has been going for 10 billion years and they have 10 billion episodes what would you recommend people do to just like help jump into the wide world of anime mm. and it is okay if you don't have an answer for this one <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, really depends on. I mean, like you say, it's pretty wide. It really depends on what, like, why do you want to watch anime? Is there a show that caught your eye, or a certain style, or an era, art style, or anything like that? I got into it because I like to draw as a kid, and so I just looked at shows that had cool things I wanted to draw and found ways to watch them. Mm-hmm. Whatever the reason, do you even want to get into anime in the first place? Just try to watch that show. Mm-hmm. Jumping into something that is of interest, like maybe like somebody recommended it, and even like you just happen upon it, like on a streaming service, whatever that streaming service may be, in regards to like the length of episodes and the seasons and the like the the series in and of itself. You just have to really look at it like any other TV series. You know, you got the live action shows or whatever that have a, a lot going on. So it's it's pretty much the same. It's just a cartoon. And a lot of the times, like, you have to, like, literally just take it as, as that. It's a cartoon. So, yes, they are going to be doing some ridiculous things. Eyes bulging out, like, that's normal, you know, like... Don't be intimidated by it. Like, and if it's just really just ridiculous to you, then just, you know, don't just be like, oh, anime is so stupid. I hate it. Because, like, there is an anime for everybody. Because, like you said, like, it's so wide-ranging now. Like, you literally have anime about everything. Mm-hmm. Literally everything. <laughs> and if you find just one that you like, you can always look at the these are like really storied studios. A lot of the studios are just branches of studios that started like 70 years ago or whatever. So if you find just one thing you can like, you can look at stuff by the same studio, stuff by the same director. Anime has all the typical genres like action and comedy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also like sort of anime specific ones. Like there's magical girl shows you can look into. There's mecha and stuff that's sort of anime specific like that. So there's plenty of content to look into. Yeah, and it's definitely, like, even though it is a cartoony art style, anime's not for kids. It's not for kids, Mom. (laughs) Like, there are some shows that are undoubtedly for kids Mm -hmm. that, like, you can watch with your daughter. But then there are also some shows where it's, like, it can be very adult and very mature at things. It's, like, we're not going to watch this with the kid. There's a, um... (laughs) My last job, one of my patients found out that I was in an anime, and she was telling me, like, oh, you got to check out these shows on Netflix, like some Netflix original shows. She was like, yes, this it's this anime by some kids, some high school kids, and they go to a, a school for gambling. I was like, what? She was like, yes, a school for gambling. Like, that's what they do. Like, that's how they, you know get whatever like they just they they gamble all day and then like they get ranked like the winners they are at the top and then like the losers they're at the bottom they're like they just are treated ridiculously like now keep in mind these are high school kids Mm -hmm. but like if you are if you're in debt oh you are the lowest of the low it was such a good show because it's just like I always butcher the name. It's called. It's like like that's Kakaguru. Yes, I think. yes, that's what. It's I've like. heard Thank of it, you but for saying it. it. Thank you for saying it for me. <laughs> it's great. It's, you will... I, I am a okay taking the <laughs> let's pronounce Japanese words poorly to the microphone. Like, we are the sorry. We are sorry for our butchering. <laughs> so that's a good talking about that show. That's a good way to spin it off into our let's recommend some stuff. But mm-hmm. before we do. I have a sneaky suspicion that the three of us each have 
somewhat different tastes mm -hmm. in anime. So let's start with you. We'll go Akila, John, and then me. Can you describe the kind of shows you like to watch in like one or two sentences? Um, I find myself... I, I'll watch whatever. <laughs> like if it if it looks good, if you can if you can like give me a synopsis of it and it sounds good, nine times out of ten I'm gonna check it out. But like my, definitely my favorite is Naruto. I know like that's so cliche. It's like one of the top animes. I have had people tell me like Naruto really that's your favorite. Like why do you like Naruto? It's so like come on, Naruto is great. It's a great story. Like you literally see Naruto come from a boy that was hated by the village who was just mistreated treated so badly and he was able to overcome all of that save the village and you you're gonna tell me that you don't like that yeah it was a lot of filler or whatever but even the filler episodes were you know some were good you know some were just like why, why would you put that there? <laughs> like overall it's just like a great story i love that about naruto but i also like we were just talking about the gambling school, like ridiculous. It is a, it is the most ridiculous show ever. Any game, any game. It doesn't just have to be a card game. It doesn't have to just. It could just be any literal game. You lose that. You lose your money. Whatever you bet on it, you're going to be the lowest of the low in the school. And then, um, been watching, a, what is Agresco? I love Agresco. Oh my god, I love Agresco too. Like the, the <laughs> I just hop all over. Hey there, this is Editing Katie, popping in with a very quick editing note. The title of the anime that Akila is about to talk about is Ranking of Kings, and you can watch it on Crunchyroll. Like, this will be the last one, then I'm going to give it off to John. But it's like the boy despised by everyone in the kingdom um, turned out to be the like the true king or something like that. And it's just like, well, his dad was the king, and like he literally sold pieces of his son to the to the devil or whatever <laughs> oh, and like so the, the, he was small he was mute everybody hated him after the dad died he was to be the chosen king and every like he had a stepbrother he was mad because he wanted to be the king but he really he, he didn't deserve that position anyway like and that's what the show showed like this young boy was able to like go say he saved the kingdom. Everybody in the kingdom hated him for no reason. Actually, like it was because they looked at him and just like, oh, you're little. Like you can't and you can't talk. You you can't like you can't do anything. Well, like, he was the strongest of everybody, and like I was just like, wow, like anime. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we'll title the episode. Just wow. Dot dot dot. Like dot dot dot. Anime. <laughs> Let's kick it over to you, John. What are some uh, shows that you like? And you can be as. Uh, you can be concise about it. You can go on a long ramble where you forget the show's mm -hmm. name halfway through it. <laughs> no judging here on the podcast. So we're doing recommendations now? Yeah, we're doing recommendations. Let's go ahead and kick this over into recommendation time. My first recommendation will be Angel's Egg. And this mm -hmm. is good for people who, you know, don't like anime so much. They see it and they see and they, you know, what a bunch of juvenile drivel. What a mm -hmm. bunch of junk. If you like classic cinema, if you like like David Lynch, it's like contemplative. It's very despairing and sad, sort of like David Lynch movies. And the basic idea behind it is there's a girl who's got an egg, a big egg. We don't know what's in it. And she's sort of wandering around like a wasteland. And a sort of soldier guy comes up and basically follows her around. And in the end, 
something happens with the egg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we ever figure out? Do we ever learn what's in the egg? Yes. Oh, and it's very. It's a very spoiling. bitter ending. <laughs> and uh, as you can tell by my description, it's not a very plot-driven movie. It's like a classic movie. It's very um, sort of atmospheric, thematic. The director, uh, who's named Oshii, he's done. A, if you heard of Ghost in the Shell, he made that. He sort of described it as like a loss of faith movie. So if you're like a if you appreciate Christian or religious themes, you like this movie. I will fully admit that with my taste, I watch a lot of girly stuff. <laughs> I am very upfront about it. I watch a lot of soap operas. I watch a lot of uh, frilly, girly shoujo kind of frills sort of anime. Mm. So it should not come as any surprise to anyone that the uh, first show that I want to recommend is a show called Princess Tutu, which is perhaps the most like pink and fluffy name you can imagine. Um, it's, you can stream it on High Dive and I think also on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like a send-up of fairy tales because we've got a protagonist. Her name is Duck, and she's a literal duck. But then she talks to like the author of a story and then gets the power to become a girl and then become a magical therapy ballerina, for lack of a better word. Then you say your favorite Pokemon was a duck, too? Oh, did yes. you know? <laughs> Yes, like I, I was literally like just thinking, like Psyduck, this oh, now now a duck that turns into a girl. We have a theme here. We, we definitely have a theme. I don't even like birds in real life. What? Like, but I apparently like fictional ducks. Oh no, you read me for filth, John. But so, because the the so the story, the author of the story gives this duck the power to become a girl and become a therapy ballerina because. The story that the fairy tale story that everyone is living has kind of stopped and so it's her job to help progress the story and it's very cute but it's also like very bittersweet a little dark at times and it draws a lot from ballet and like classical music like Mm. the entire anime is soundtracked with various famous classical music pieces so you learn a little something because you go, I know that song. What the heck is that song playing? Mm-hmm. And then you Google it, as That's I did. I did know that song. <laughs> yeah, I did not know the song, but it's like, oh, I've heard this. Oh, like, oh, because with classical music, like, they played in the background of, like, every commercial. Here's a movie, but we're not going to be able to afford, like, a real song for. And all the names are so hard to remember. Oh you know, it's like yeah. Piano Concerto Op 2 in mm. some key or something. Mm-hmm. Adagio for strings in F minor second. All these movement. Italian words. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I have another recommendation. Go um, for it. Also, while sitting here, I realized like I like a lot of action anime. I want to see some fights. I want to. I want to see fighting. Like I am not afraid or embarrassed to say that I like to see people fighting in my anime, especially going on YouTube watching Naruto fight scenes. Yes. I, I'm keep. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm keep talking about Naruto because that is my show. Sorry. I was about to ask if you're the sort of person who's got like twelve top ten anime compilation videos in their YouTube history. Yes, definitely. I am definitely one of those people because, like, I always like to see the underdog come out on top. So there's also an another anime on um, Netflix called Baki. It's about this young boy. <laughs> he's not a young boy in the sense of like little, but like he's like a teenager, super duper like strong. He's fighting in like a, a competition, like a 
not a boxing competition. And they're, they're just fighting. Like, the, the, the strongest men, the most powerful men um, in the world, like, are all, you know, just fighting. It's like a, it's almost like a, a Mortal Kombat style, like, tournament of the world, the, the strongest um, fighters or whatever. But they're not always fighting in an arena. Like, they have, like, different powers. Like, some have powers to play with your mind. Some are just, like, really, really strong, and they can just, like, grow muscles on top of their muscles. They're climbing buildings. Like, they're just doing whatever. Like, there's a guy in prison. Like, he's basically the one that's running the prison. But <laughs> Baki is the number one. And, like, his his dad was the original number one or whatever until he, like, disappeared. But, like, it's a really good fighting anime show you know you got the you know the side story like everybody's trying to get Baki everybody wants to kill Baki because like Baki is leveling up to that number one spot and like they don't want that because like like I said he's his dad was that, that number one it's really good though it's definitely worth a watch um if you're in especially if you're into like just martial arts anything because like it, it is like very martial arts heavy and then, it, like I said, it also has a good storyline that goes along with it as well. So Naruto and Baki, you, you, both of your recommendations have been like, I am a boy who's going to get stronger <laughs> because of my dad. So. Yes, like something always, is, like it always comes back to the dad. Like, always you, comes back to the dad. Always. I'm 12 years old and have dad issues. <laughs> and then, um, of course, Gretzko, like heavy metal karaoke. Who would have ever thought? And that's one of those shows. So pe- for people who don't know what a Gretzko is, the it's by Sanrio, which is the same company that does Hello Kitty. So everyone has this very cute design, mm-hmm. but poor Gretzko works at an office. Her job is terrible. Yes. If you've ever done retail, it's like, oh, I sympathize with you, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But then she lets off steam by doing heavy metal karaoke. The ladies from like the top floor found out that she was going to the karaoke bar, and now she's friends with them. And and like she has a mom that's overbearing, and it's just it's just a a silly story. But it's just like she like you said, like she blows off her steam by being able to go to the karaoke bars to do heavy metal karaoke, and it's like they know who she is. She comes in, and it's like. Hey, you got your room ready. But it's like she's bullied at work by her boss. Like, she just gets treated so badly. Like, I know the last episode I watched. I know I'm definitely behind on my seasons. But, like, that, the last episode I watched is when she was training the, that guy. She was, like, you know, trying to help him. <laughs> and he took it as, oh, she was bullying him. Like, she was just being mean he was like he was texting her saying if you don't respond to my email by this time you're gonna hear about it we're gonna we're gonna take this to hr i'm gonna take like i'm just like whoa geez and she was just like what do i do you know just like so stressed out he wasn't taking it from anybody but it was like hilarious because stuff like that does happen so it, it was very much relatable and i think that's part of the reason why i also like the show too just because it does show you that like yeah get beat up on at work beat up on in in personal life but you always have a way to you know handle that stress with an outlet so i think that's really what i love the most about red school so what's your next recommendation john um, I didn't say, but you can watch Angel's Egg on YouTube. Mm. Excellent movie. Also, I got a duck recommendation for you. I love so ducks. <laughs> this is an anime. This is a real duck. A real if you duck? ever look into a Madagascar poacher, I think it said, sort of a neat looking duck. Oh. 
and uh, they were thought extinct for many years until they discovered a flock. So it's sort of a heartwarming duck story, if that's something, you know, duck you're into. Well, I'm slowly solidifying my brand (laughs) as I don't like birds, but I really like ducks, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, what other anime would you recommend... I'm it just thinking about <laughs> what have you got against birds? I don't right, like, like I don't like things, I don't like things that fly at my face. Because hmm. Charlie's looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" But I've had this conversation with multiple people before. Like, if it's on the ground, that's cool with that. But things that like suddenly get up in your face, mm-hmm. I don't like things like that. And birds and flying bugs get right up in your face. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, but yeah. at least with flying bugs, like you can swat them. Like. If it's a bird, if you swat a bird, depending on how big that bird is, it might do more damage to you than the bird. Right. Anyway. Bird tangent aside. <laughs> we are not, not carrying a... on. <laughs> nice little commercial break. Yep. <laughs> okay, this here anime is my favorite of all time, okay? And this one just has a preface. It's sort of a teen, sort of a teen anime. You might not want to give it to your young children at home. Mm. Evangelion, which is a franchise... Specifically, I'm recommending the original TV show, which came out in 98, and the... Oh, 96, excuse me. And then the movie, which came out in 98. Ava is so good. Here's the point of the show. There's a group of troubled youths who are sort of psychologically flawed, traumatized, perhaps. And they basically pilot these biomechanical robots, and they fight these monsters that show up called Angels. And for a while, it's basically like a Monster of the Week format, where a new Mm -hmm. angel shows up. It's got some intriguing spin to it, and they defeat it. Toward the end of the show, it's more about the characters and resolving their hang-ups, and it's also about the world and all the backstory toward the end. And it gets to a point where the last two episodes are very abstract. They're sort of just like an introspective odyssey into the main character's mind. And disappointingly, none of the plot threads really get wrapped up at all. Um, There's speculation about why it is like that. But yeah, I was about to say, I, I've, I've heard some of the rumors about why the last two episodes of Ava are like that. The but. consensus is there was a scheduling problem because midway through production they had a, a angel planned and then there was like a terrorist attack or something in Japan so they had to cancel the episode and redo it and so that screwed up their whole schedule. So they had to, you know, put together the last two episodes in a rush. But anyway, they did a movie after that's basically a retelling of the last two episodes in like a pull-out-all-the-stops, full-production kind of way. So that's the story of it. Let me say why it's so good, okay? First of all, it's directed by Hideaki Anno, who's the best anime director. And one of my problems with anime, I hate to trash anime Go when we're it. talking about it. <laughs> Go for it. One of my problems with it is it's not always, like, directed very well in, like, a strict, like, film sense. Like, scenes aren't cut together well, and there's very boring shots of, like, you know, shot-reverse-shot of people talking. This show and all of Anno's shows have great direction, great editing. He loves to just frame things in an interesting way. You know, he can have a scene of two characters talking and just the way he puts them in the frame and cuts between it makes it really interesting. Um, it's also, especially the movie, is very experimental. There's a lot of just wacky stuff that goes on. I don't want to spoil it all because it is like, you know, once you see it, you never forget it. When you make an animation cell back in the day, you would paint on it mm-hmm. on the back and then sort of paint the black outlines of everything on the front. And so if you flip the cell over, there's no outlines, and it looks all blobby and weird. They have a sequence of animation that's using the back of all the cells, so it just looks kind of wacky and fun. But I wouldn't say that the movie is fun. It's very bleak. 
arguably a bad ending, but it's very, you know, it's all psychological, dark, bleak, and so on. Uh, but there are moments of levity. It's not depressing or anything. I've watched Evangelion before, and I also really love it. It's so good. But mm. one of my friends got into Ava for, like, the first time. This was her first time watching it. And so she would send me messages on Discord every now and then, just like, what is happening in all caps? Or it's like, oh, my God, this guy, this thing. And it's like, yeah, yeah, Theon, that guy, that thing. Yeah, and uh, some people, if you have trouble being patient with, like, a character who is very timid and uh, arguably just, like, a weak guy, he's, he's a teen, so he's not, like, a full-grown man or anything, but mm-hmm. some people have trouble with having patience for him. I can't say he, like, really blossoms into a great guy by the end of the entire franchise, even. But uh, he makes progress, and they're all very likable characters, even if they are sort of psychologically, you know, having trouble. Yeah, and everyone in Ava, like, it's a whole magazine store of issues, but (laughs) they all, it's issues in a way that makes sense. Once you learn more about the characters, it's like, oh, I could see why he's like that. Mm. Or it's like, if I were in her shoes, I might be doing that as well. Yeah, and aside from all the psychology and the characters, which are great, um, like I said, especially the first half of the show, there's a lot of great action scenes, like really well animated, a lot of talented people worked on this. And the robots, the mechs that are in there, typically in a mech anime, mech anime, they're very bulky and like robotic. These are sort of like limber, and they just animate in a really interesting way. But yeah, great characters, uh, especially the movie, like just incredibly iconic. I think that's just about it. Great-looking anime, great design, great like, craftsmanship, the, the editing, direction, great writing, great show. Oh, and you can watch it on Netflix. Interesting. So let me uh, quickly explain for people in the audience who might not know, because we have been throwing around a little bit of jargon. A mech anime is basically an anime about, like, giant robots. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes people pilot the giant robots, sometimes the giant robots fight itself, but at its most reductive core, like... If you describe something as a mech, I expect to see at least one giant robot. Mm. If you've seen the original Star Wars, I liked that a lot, a lot as a kid. A lot of people liked the lightsabers and the heroes, but what was really cool to me were the AT-AT walkers. Remember them? The ATSTs, mm-hmm. those droids, all those big robotic mechanical mm-hmm. things. Those are the focus of mecha shows. So we've learned today that I like things with ducks in them. Yeah. You like things with a, uh, lot, of fighting. a lot of fighting and like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to rise to the top and become the best and yes. screw you, Dad. The, 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 what is it? The underdog. Yeah, and oh. both of your recommendations had something to do with angels. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, my third one actually does, too. So. <laughs> well, I will. I, we can do. We have out of time for everyone to do quickly one more recommendation. So I will go next while okay. people think about one quick recommendation if they want which mine, this one has nothing to do with ducks. And I was thinking, like, can I find something else to do with ducks to shoehorn in this? But no, this one, there's a cow. And there is an episode involving eggs. But uh, this recommendation is a Revolutionary Girl Utena, mm-hmm. which you can, it's another, it's another 90s show. It's one that you can watch on YouTube, both sub and dub versions. Mm-hmm. And it is, we've got this girl named Utena. She's going to a high school she things get weird at the high school because she accidentally finds herself drawn into regular sword fight duels with the student council and it's can get very surreal at times very sort of weird but it also has some sweet undertones because part of the 
student council fight as everyone's fighting for possession of the Rose Bride, who is a whole woman, who is a literal student, who who is an actual person. And her name is Anthe. And Newton is like the only one to actually treat Anthe as a person, unlike this object that people are fighting over. Because Anthe has mystical, magical powers to help revolutionize the world, <laughs> which is the thing that they say every episode. We got the, we need her. We yeah, need her. we need her. We need her for her special powers, not because we need her as a person. And I think U- Ikuhara made that, right? Yes, he worked yeah. on Sailor Moon. Yeah, and the director is at Ikuhara has done a lot of stuff, including Sailor Moon, Utena. But it's a very weird show at times, a very sweet show at times. There's a, in the movie, Adolescence of Utena, someone turns into a car, because of course it does. And I would, it's on YouTube, so give it a shot. In Evangelion, everyone turns into orange juice. <laughs> what? At the very end. We've got turning into cars, we've got turning into orange juice, we've got ducks turning into girls. Naruto turns into like, he turns into a monster at some point, doesn't Naruto he? But like, can he gets turn better. In, like, yeah, like uh, the nine tailed fox spirit inhabits his body and he can grow tails that allow for the, the fox spirit to, you know, help him in battle. The Night Tail, if he gets the Night Tail, like, that's really bad. But they become one, like, eventually, like, that's where they, the anime gets to. Like, they're able to work together. He lends him his his spirit to, like, in battle, especially when they're fighting against um, Madara. Oh, man. I'm, such a, I'm just, I, I, now I want to go watch Naruto fight scenes. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it is. It is a-okay. Like, the goal for this episode is we want everyone to, like, come away with at least, hopefully at least one show that you'd be like, oh, that's interested in. So we are very quickly running out of time. So we have enough time for both of you to give a one more very quick recommendation. Okay. Uh, whoever wants to go first can. I will go first. John goes first. Ping Pong. This is a hot-blooded sports series. It's only 11 episodes long. Uh, it's on Funimation before I ever get to say where it is. And it is borderline ugly. It's got sort of an eccentric style to it, but it is well-animated, well-directed. And it's basically about everything in sports. Especially it's about being like a a big fish in a small pond in a sport, like working so hard and just not being good enough to really compete at a professional level. And it's about just sort of coming to terms with your skill level and how far any kind of competition can take you. There's a great character who like loses horribly in the first episode and we never see him again because he goes on a long vacation or we don't see him again for a long time because he goes on a long vacation like travels the world because he gave up ping pong Hmm. and then the last episode he comes back and watches the final match which is super you know uh exciting and he like falls in love with it and he starts playing again which is very heartwarming and one more quick one she and her circumstances rom-com if you like the idea of evangelion that's very formally well done directed edited and all that same director but it's a rom-com so it's not dark she and her circumstances only on DVD. Yeah. Mm. That's it. loaned that. That's what you got. That's what you do with that's that. That's an one. idea. <laughs> loaned that one or find like the one FYE still in existence. Um, so you got to watch Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop is really good. Um, a lot of blues soundtrack, like a, a heavy blues soundtrack that just goes so well with what they're doing in the show. Um, if you have uh, Roku, Roku has an anime app called Retro Crush. Um, I watch a lot of stuff on Retro Crush. Uh, <laughs> we actually were watching um, an anime called Ghost Stories. This, like, this is the last one. Ghost Stories. Ghost Stories was dubbed by by American. Um, 
I know what you're talking about. Well, the the Dove company that did ghost stories. Like, yes, like and it is so ridiculous because they, they were just saying whatever. Raid. They literally had for like and that what and that's what brought the show back to like people's uh, mind or whatever. Because we watched we watched a, a video about why ghost stories is so ridiculous. Why the why the Dove version of ghost stories is so ridiculous, and we were just like. Y'all watch go, watch ghost stories. Just watch the first episode. Like, just watch the first episode. It's about um, some kids in like the old school that's like behind their new school is hunted by ghosts. Like, uh, the kids, like the main character's mom, she was able to um, trap all the ghosts in in different artifacts. Um, but they end up getting broken. Some and some of some of these ghosts have escaped. So each each episode is a, a new ghost or, or whatever. So like if you're into horror, it's a really good anime to watch. But if you watch it dubbed, just you know be prepared it that is, it is ridiculous. It is, it is very like early two thousands, like yes, South Park yes, kind of ridiculous. Yes, and but it's so funny and it's just like and it kind of takes the edge off because like some of those scenes can be like really scary. Like the comedy relief helps take that edge off, so it's just like you're not just like terrified the whole time. But really good, really good, really good. Like the the design, all of that. Like that's really good. Like I I definitely suggest that one. Can I say a word on subs versus dubs? Go for it. Hot take. Hot take. Yes. Subs well, versus dubs. Well, I don't want to cast in. aspersions on dub actors. <laughs> uh, but as far as my shows specifically go, definitely watch the subs over the dubs. I watch TV with the subtitles anyway. So, right. <laughs> like, I, like I'm, I'm fine with those. Sometimes, like, if I'm moving around, like, I can't, like, actually sit down and watch. I will, you know, enjoy this, the dub better. Yeah, and so with sub versus dub, it's basically, do you watch an anime subtitled in the original Japanese, mm-hmm. or do you watch it dubbed into the English language? Mm-hmm. And for a little while ago, like that, when, when you went home after school to watch Pokemon <laughs> on the TV, you had dubs that weren't exactly, or even sometimes weren't even entirely faithful to the original script right. with the original intent. They just get to because, say whatever. Right, and you'll have, you would have things that would be acceptable for like a young Japanese audience that American studios thought that eh, we're not going to have that with the American mm-hmm. audience. Charlie's put giving me the let's wrap it up. <laughs> so thank you all so both so much for coming on this podcast. I could talk anime with you until the cows come home. Agreed. Agreed. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, not a problem. And who, who knows, maybe one day we can just all get back together and just yammer on about more shows and yes. do an anime part definitely two or something open like that. Definitely open to it. All right, well, we will see all y'all next time. See y'all. Peace. <laughs>